What actually brings me here is the idea of trying to understand different perspectives. I'm not saying that I believe one way or another, but I want to see the evidence that would want me to go this direction. Okay, okay so, so your question would be so I was just going to say, your question would be what's the evidence for the Earth being flat? But I'm sure Crypto has got something. 100%. What is the evidence that shows the Earth is flat instead of being round? That's the wrong question. The right okay. question is what? What? Okay. Well, let let me give you a really good question. What's the best base axiom to start from when pursuing knowledge on this subject? A uh, place of non-biased. Okay, so that's <laughs> actually impossible. But um, let's let's go with that. So I mean, that's the best say... place. No, no, but, no, but where do there's you no service? no human is capable of being unbiased. That's just not not possible. I, I know. Yeah, where do you the okay, okay. Not but le yeah, let, let me just take him where to. Are you gonna prove with start. a non-biased axiom anyway? Let, yeah, okay. let me just take him to the start. Let me take him to the start, and then we can move from there. Okay, so what would you say? How do you interact with the world? I perform my daily activities and duties while trying to better my but, but position how? in the social. Yes, I, I'm not sure how to answer that question. Okay, so would you say that you, you see things? Yes, of course. Okay, and do you hear things? Yes, of course. Okay, uh, so you know I'm going with this. Would you say, therefore, you use your senses in order to interact with the environment that you currently exist in? 100%. Perfect. Okay. So, when you use your senses. May I just you... ask who you are? Because I actually really like the way you're approaching this. Okay. Uh, I'm crypto. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay. So, when you see your, use your senses, do you detect any motion within your environment? Yes. Okay. What, what motion do you detect? I have a fan on right now, so I detect the movement <laughs> there. Okay, fine. So, so not a fan. I'm talking about of the environment. I is have, yes. Is the environment yes. itself moving? Oh, I mean, technically, yeah, because I'm in an enclosed capsule in my house, so yeah, the air is moving, and I've felt like earthquakes and stuff, yeah. Okay, and so like not, hurricanes and We're not the talking ocean. about earthquakes. We're okay. talking about the entire Earth moving from point A to point B. Can you oh, do I feel the Earth moving from point A to point B? No. Yes, okay. So, would you say that that's a good base axiom to start from, that the Earth isn't moving? Um, I'm not sure. Uh, the reason why is, like, when I fly on a plane, right, I feel the vibrations of the plane, but I don't feel myself moving from point A to point B. Okay, but so, that's like, not... I'm not talking about planes. No, I'm just saying, like, I, I'm extrapolating your ideas. Like, I don't feel the earth moving, no, not at all. Okay, fine. But, like, I I'm also not saying don't that that's feel... evidence of anything. I'm okay. not saying it's evidence of anything. What I'm saying is that it's, we're talking about axioms, not evidence, right? Can you, can you define axioms for me? Um, I mean, I could give you my own personal definition, but it's probably better to give you the dictionary definition. So, um, I mean, an axiom is something, something that is self evident. Yeah, so it seemed to be self-evident. Self now, uh, if we just make sure, statement representing being water's level. Yeah, fair enough. Close enough. So, so as an axiom, I would I would suggest that the Earth isn't moving because I, I don't detect any movement, right? 
my senses are pretty good at detecting movement. I know that because I've travelled in cars, travelled in planes, travelled in trains, and I always know I'm moving. Right? So... So, so uh, can I ask, can I just ask a question about the planes? Because this is this is a point that I I want to develop and just understand, right? Like yeah. plane, I don't feel the air moving, right? When I look yeah. out the window and I'm over the ocean, I don't see anything moving, right? I don't feel as though I'm going 500 miles what? an hour. So, what? are you telling me when you're in a plane, you don't see things moving underneath you over the ocean? Yeah. Like when I'm over the ocean in nice sky, flying from you know Philly to Portugal. Right? And okay. it's a cloudless night. I, there's nothing, no reference. Or if it's just black outside, there's no okay. reference. To, but, but that's because there's no reference. Right, right. That's so I'm saying like, right, so in, in that, moving. Right, but I don't feel myself moving. Like that's yeah, that's do. what I'm trying to say. I've, dude, I've tra- I've traveled in planes for 15 years. I always feel myself moving in a plane. Okay. It blows my mind when people say they can't feel the movement in a plane. Yeah, that's just ridiculous. If you stand upon a plane, even at night time, and you are to walk from the back of the plane to the front, opposed to walking from the front to the back, you will feel a difference in the inertia. And also, yeah. also, yeah. you're actually in a container. So, you know, that's probably one of the main reasons you don't feel it as much. Take okay, but we're just, established, we're just establishing axioms at the moment, right? So let's just, let, let's stay with the axiom and then we can go forward. Because I, I never say that this is like full evidence of anything. It's just where you start from. So okay. for me, it's pretty obvious that you start from the fact that the Earth isn't moving, and if you find evidence to the contrary, then you can consider it. You can say, is this, is this true? Is this false? Uh, you can look at it later, right? So yeah. for me, it's self-evident that the Earth doesn't move, and for me, it's self-evident that there is no curvature anywhere. Now, Why have is you it ever seen the Earth? Well, because I've never seen the Earth curve. Okay. So we start from that basis. Uh, unless you've seen the Earth curve. So if we're starting from the basis of the Earth doesn't move and it doesn't curve, who has right. to bring the evidence to the contrary? I, I don't know who would have to bring the evidence. The person what making country? a claim counter to the <laughs> axiom. He's <laughs> right. So, where is your evidence that the Earth is in fact moving? Horrible. Uh, the, the evidence would be the seasons. No. Why That's would that evidence. be evidence of the Earth moving? Well, because it... what, what it's showing is that as the Earth travels the sun, travels around oh, the sun... Oh, hold on, hold on. Before you start telling us a story, right... Before you start working your presuppositions of the Earth being a ball at a distance from the sun, and it orbited around the sun in this place called space, and because of the tilt of this ball, this is why we've got seasons. Because of all of those presuppositions, we're just down here on the Earth with base axioms. The Earth isn't moving yet. We're trying to find that movement. You're saying seasons. <clears throat> now, what would you say causes the seasons? Things to be hot and cold. Would that be the light source and heat source in the sky that seems to spend longer in areas where it's hotter and not as long in areas where it's colder for seasons? So being as it appears that the sun is moving, I mean, unless we can prove the Earth is, 
uh, as at, at the moment to stand near on the flat station yeah isn't it easier to understand that it's probably the sun that's causing it to be hotter and colder yeah, it is the sun that's causing it to be well in, in the model that i believe currently or as i understand it we've, we've, that's yeah a lot better i appreciate that it's the distance that is the distance between earth and the sun so the sun is always producing the same amount of energy yeah, but yeah, it's, yeah. it's a distance yeah. so it seems like you and i are saying the same thing but we have different models yeah so the sun is still closer for those areas on the flat stationary earth for the summer and it is further away from those areas of winter and that depends on the sun moving between its northern path the tropical cancer and southernmost path in the Tropic of Capricorn. And when it rebounds between these two areas throughout the year, you get your, you get your seasonal cycle, not just your day and night, but your seasons too. But oh, standing the, here on the, that it's, it's not proof that the earth is moving because we can just point at the sun and saying the sun's causing that to happen. So like what you're saying is if the equator is the midline, mid right? Yeah, you're yeah, saying that, done. what? For the sun, yeah. You're saying that in your model, the sun will move a few degrees above or a few degrees below the equator in terms of the angle to change the seasons. Inwards across the plane of the plane of the earth towards the north, towards the Tropic of Cancer for the summer season in the north and then winter in the south. Three months later, it goes, sorry, then for three months it travels south and hits the equator and then three months more so a total of six months later it reaches the tropic of capricorn in the south giving summer to the south and winter to the north because of the sun's proximity mm. it is closer and that's what you observe in the sky as well so going back to trusting our senses and base axioms we see the sun move we don't see or feel the earth move so why assume that the earth's moving and the sun's staying still it's literally the opposite of what you actually see um i i have i have trouble believing that exact thing because like the the what immediately popped in my Not head as you probably. said that is is that like if there's two cars moving together at the same speed um it may not look like they're moving because they're not separating from one another. If one car starts to drive faster, even though both cars are going a certain speed, one car increases its velocity, then it looks like only one car is moving, even though both cars are moving. Yeah, but that's a yeah, one frame of reference. Well, if you look up, though, away from those two cars that are next to each other, you're going to see that they are, in fact, in motion. Your senses, your internal... <sighs> equilibrium is going to tell you your balance equilibrium is going to tell you you are in motion you don't just rely on one frame of reference and one sense for one thing yeah and to be fair i didn't just say that you only saw the sun move you also do not see or feel the earth move so to assume oh. that all of those things are the opposite is frankly absurd uh-huh So based on your analogy, you're basically standing on a parked car, watching another car drive by you. Yeah, and assuming that your moving. car is moving and the other one's still. 
exactly. So when when you start pointing, right? oh, sorry, go on. Go on. So no, 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 you're no, fine, buddy. Go on. Real quick, that that so um, the point being is that say say the two of us live in a cave our whole life and we just go outside for the very first time and we both observe the sun and the stars and the moon going from east to west every day and i say oh well that's because we're stationary and everything's moving around us look see you could say well no no it's because um you know we're moving everything else is stationary one of the two of those things could be right we understand what you're saying now we say it's self-evident that we're just literally standing here doing nothing we don't observe any emotion uh, or we don't feel any, detect any motion, and we see that it's observed flat. Then you say, that's because we're a giant sphere and we're spinning a thousand miles an hour and going a hundred thousand miles an hour in this direction and a hundred million miles an hour in this other direction. And all of these other, you're making all of these other claims based on the same exact observation. And you don't have any data to back up your claim other than, well, that's just what we were all taught in school. We say it's self-evident that it's flat and not rotating because it's not. We don't observe it to be. If you say that there are these movements and motions, it's up to you to prove that. Yeah? Does that make sense? And I'd like to add as well that you said that you were going to look at this from a non-biased view. And it, it, the reason it's impossible is because as soon as you're coming up with things that contradict what you see and experience in your life, you immediately go into the, edge, the, the indoctrination that you already know. That, oh, well, you know, I see two trains moving. That don't mean we're moving or... Oh, the seasons of the summer—they're still creeping in. These the, these answers are still creeping in. We need you need you need to look at it solely from what you see, what you experience, and what you can tell. Only only things that you're going to change your mind at is the education that you've been given. For example, I look at the sun, I look at the moon. They look about the same distance away from each other. Uh, from me, sorry, but the only reason I believe the sun is ninety-three million miles away is because I've been taught that. So if somebody said to me. Without me being taught that, how far is the moon? I mean, how far is the sun? I'd say it's probably about as far as the moon because that's what my senses tell me. My senses don't tell me it's 93 million miles away. Right. I mean, it's the same. Like, if you say that we're, you make all these claims and then the uh, uh, obvious, like, axiom of, like, well, if we're spinning a thousand miles an hour, why don't we fly off in all directions? Well, because there's this thing, gravity. Oh, well, can you show it to us? Well, I can't demonstrate it, but it's happening. Okay, cool. So, but we're definitely curving. Well, I can't really show it to you because it's too big, but believe me, it is. Okay, but we are spinning. Well, I can't really show it to you because it's all relative, but trust me, it is. Okay, you, you're 0 for 3, and these are, are things that... Are, uh, do you see the pattern that emerges here, or do you see how... Especially when you said you can't be biased, like you said? Do you see the uh, problem? I, I never said that I'm gonna. I am capable. No, you said let's look at it up. in a non-biased fashion. I am. Yeah. Lo I'm looking at it. No, I'm he said to... that that was his aim. To be fair, yeah. I, I mean, I don't think he was saying that he was unbiased. I think he was just I... aiming to be unbiased. So, uh, yeah. To be fair, I, I don't think he meant what what you said. Yeah, he didn't. Uh, but, yeah, you're right, Chris. Um, no, I but, just but meant, what, just meant one thing. Yeah, I would... We have to look at it. Yeah, I hear you, but yeah. Let's put something back. Yes. Oh, fuck's sake! I think I've. Give me a... Oh yeah, that's it. Um, I had a thought the other day, and I've I've been dwelling on it more and more. And obviously, you know, when we say gravity, right? So gravity is uh, things falling down, right? Yeah, yeah. I was asking the other guy. Oh, okay. It's the yellow guy. Is, there... is he there? Yeah. Okay. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. So gravity, things falling down. So um, explain the helium balloons. It's a gas much lighter than 
the surrounding atmosphere, and it's okay. um, filled it, it, in a container. So is gravity uh, involved there as well? Yes. Okay, so gravity's involved when things go up and when things go down. Um, when the moon goes across the sky, what's, what's happening there? The moon, in my model, is in a homeostasis relationship with the Earth. And Caused by what? Has, it is traveling around the Earth and has centrifugal force, but is also being pulled into the Earth by Earth's gravitational pull, which has locked it in a stationary orbit. And you witness all this. No, no, okay, but let, let me finish my point. So th this is the thing that I came to the other day, and I, I don't know why I never, it never occurred to me. But gravity is responsible for things going up, going down, going left, and going right. How can yeah. one cause have four different effects? Oh, gravity. Well, so yeah. <laughs> gravity doesn't really have to do with anything going Just snap the wand. Up. Because what I was trying to say is that if something is going up, gravity is still a force, but the force projection is no is not pointing up, it's still pointing down. So the gravity healing balloon. But do you do you understand though that you're not observing any pull? You're not observing and, and, like so you say, okay, yeah. so gravity is a downwards force, uh, as we're as we're told. I know that's not even the current rhetoric, whatever. That's what most people understand. understand yeah, when things yeah. go up, that's also gravity. When things go to the left, that's gravity. When things go to the right, that's gravity. Can I finish? Can I finish? Let me finish. Can you not see how this is like a guy who hasn't done his homework and the, the teacher's like, where's your homework? And he's like, the dog ate it. And it's like, okay, that was the excuse yesterday. That was the excuse the day before. It's just an ad hoc explanation. It doesn't actually mean anything. 